Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here live. Yes, we are live. Uh, we also are live on uh, Facebook uh, Live over at WTIC's Facebook page. So if you want to watch the stream, it should be up and running. And uh, so feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I know it's been a little while. Um, uh, I had to do some business in Florida, uh, and uh, the only way to get there was to drive. And if I've got to drive to Florida, you obviously can imagine I'm driving on the weekends. So, unfortunately, I can't do the show and drive at the same time, no matter how much I would have liked to. That would have been cool. Um, uh, we uh, drove down uh, and uh, did our business and drove back, and uh, here we are. And it was an interesting experience to, uh, to be in Florida during this and hear how, you know, up here we're locked down and batting down the hatches. And the, the Boston uh, Consulting Group hasn't let us go yet, but down there in Florida, everything's going swimmingly, no pun intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's just the difference between, you know, a revolutionary Connecticut and uh, run by a Boston consulting firm and uh, what Florida is doing. So I am back. We are live. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. You want to take some uh, talk some technology news there, Bob? Sure. Why not? It's what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we try to do. Sure. Anyway, a NASA mission like no other. This is a CNET article. Yep. SpaceX makes uh, spaceflight modern again. The historic Demo 2 uh, mission scheduled for Saturday, which is uh, today, Yep. Um, gets finally gets astronauts out of the 70s. Right. Okay, this is an interesting article. Over the past six decades... Hundreds of humans have launched into space, but when NASA astronauts Doug Hurley and Bob Benneken blast off from Florida's Cape Canaveral... At 3 o'clock today, we hope. Yes. In a SpaceX Crew Dragon Saturday, yeah. they'll be the first to leave the planet in a truly modern vehicle, at least in the 21st century sense of the phrase. Right. Benneken and Hurley are set to ride the Dragon for what NASA is calling its Demo-2 mission, the first crewed flight to space aboard a commercial spacecraft right. in history uh, and from the first U.S. soil since the end of the space shuttle program in 2011. Right. 
while NASA and SpaceX are touting these two milestones, there's another key advance. Getting uh, less lip service, the astronauts are finally flying in a style after a 40-year gap in tech. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not using the old switches and the dials and the knobs that you saw with uh, you know, Apollo 13 there in that movie. You're looking at flat screens and... You know, what could, what could go wrong type of stuff, but I'm sure they tested it well. But let's just hope uh, they're not running Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as heck wouldn't want to fly with I, Windows 10. I, I'm sure they're running Linux or some variation thereof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Houston, we have a problem. We have to reboot because I got a blue screen. Uh, we, don't, we don't need that. All right. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. That uh, It kind of goes on about the uh, updated tech that they have. Yeah. But, I use that uh, article, and you got to go. We'll we'll post a link to it, yeah. and it's an interesting read. And there's a lot of other interesting reads that's attached to it. But the one that I liked is uh, Star Trek captain wants to join NASA's historic demo <laughs> two mission. William Shatner has plenty of fictional spaceflight experience, and he looks good in a SpaceX suit. Sure, there's a uh, uh, ready and willing replacement waiting in the wings if NASA astronauts Bob Benekin or Doug Hurley can't make it on board the SpaceX Crew Dragon yeah. for its historic launch next week, which is today. today. This is uh, dated from the 20th. But right. Star Trek actor William Shatner has volunteered for the journey to the International Space Station. <laughs> Shatner, famous for his role as Captain James T. Kirk, tweeted yep. a photo of his face in a SpaceX spacesuit to NASA's attention on Wednesday. Just in case... The suit does fit, he wrote. <laughs> he must have squeezed himself in there. I mean, he's a bit, of, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, William Shatner, but he's not as fit as he used to be. All right. Benekin, an astronaut who's been training for years, for real, yeah. tweeted back, how many people can say William Shatner offered to stand in for them at work? <laughs> I appreciate the offer, Captain. Uh -huh. Shatner replied saying, what are you talking about, Bob? I'm going to be sitting beside you. I guess that means... Hurley is the odd astronaut out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Shatner's gone on. He's done other things, and he's uh, long been an advocate of NASA. He uh, narrated the Artemis program trailer and recruited space fans to become part of the Parker Solar Probe mission. And NASA honors Shatner with a Distinguished Public Service Medal in 2014. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's it's funny. cool. And uh, just so you know, mm -hmm. William Shatner is 89 years old. 89. 89. Yeah, that'd be good Good so. for him if he got up there. But uh, another news, Amazon outage uh, just recently happened. Spikes tens of thousands of users couldn't access the shopping site. Um, more than 53,000 folks were complaining uh, that around 12, 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, uh, it went down, I guess, yesterday. And, uh, again, just another example of the cloud, and it's it's got its issues. It goes down just like anything else. And... Uh, just imagine if 53,000 people complained how many people were affected by the outage. Um, so uh, just keep it in mind that, you know, you can go down whether you're in the cloud or whether you're not in the cloud. Um, it's just one of those things to be aware of. We're going to be here live. Yes, we are live. I had a little hiatus. I had to do some business down in, in uh, down south. And, in the uh, Sunshine State. In the Sunshine State <laughs> where 
where things are a whole lot different versus up here. I, mean, I don't I don't think they use an outside Boston consulting group to decide whether or not you can have 10 people in your house or not, like we do here. Um, uh, things are a lot more uh, more leadership-driven down there, it seems. But uh, I'm back, and uh, we're both back here live, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I do see four lines all lined up here, so that's great. We'll step out for a quick break into your calls. So hang on, Paul, Frank, Karen, and Tex. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We are live, and we are streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page. Uh, if, you're, if you're interested in checking out uh, us on Facebook Live, again, we apologize in advance for, you know, we're geeks. Basis for radio. And uh, so Bob and I will apologize in advance. I, did, I was able to get a haircut. My wife did a, a job on my head. And uh, so if you saw me two weeks ago, you would have been like, what's going on? <laughs> it was bad. Uh, but... Uh, we're all set, and, and uh, things are getting back to normal slowly here in Connecticut, of course. Uh, we do everything last, and we are followers here, but uh, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get up to speed eventually here. We like to follow from behind, or yeah. lead from behind. It's, yeah, it's our revolutionary <laughs> approach. Uh, let's go to your calls. We're going to go first to South Windsor and Paul. Good morning, Paul. Yeah, good morning, guys. Welcome back to live radio. Hey, thank you. Yeah. I'm getting this pop-up on my iPad when I go to my contacts. It says cannot verify server identity. The identity of m.contacts.att.net cannot be verified. Review the certificate details to continue. Okay, so you're going to your email application on your iPad. Correct. And, and it gives me a choice of continue details or cancel. Yep. And when I say details, it says uh, star.yahoo.com issued by DigiCert High Assurance Server CA, not trusted. Okay, and, and I even have a, I have a choice of cancel or trust. And I usually hit cancel because I'm afraid to trust anybody. <laughs> you have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you. So uh, who, who who's your email provider? Uh, AT and T Yahoo, AT&T right? AT and T Yahoo, right? So there's a, a certificate issue that they <laughs> they don't want to buy a new certificate. Yeah, they didn't renew their cert. You could click trust it. Um, what happens from time to time, and it's, and that still may not work, but from ha- what happens is people f- don't automatically renew their certificates. Like just a few months back, Microsoft had a whole huge issues with, uh, issue with, I think it was Teams or something like that, where they hadn't renewed the certificate and the entire team system went down because they hadn't renewed their own cert. Uh, and these certificates is just they are pledging that they are who they say they are, and they're okay. using a third party to make that pledge and paying some dollars, not very much, uh, to – and have that certificate certified. Okay. Well, um, I usually just hit cancel and everything works fine anyway. That's good, too. So if, it's, if you cancel and everything works, you're fine there, too. But eventually you're, that error should go away. They should renew it. They should renew it. Okay. Uh, I, would, I would assume they're going to renew it, yeah. Yeah. But it's just I've never seen this before. I just thought it was yep. something weird. Okay. Well, that's, that was easy. Yeah, it is easy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Have thank you, one. Paul. Yep, you, bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on to uh, who's the longest. Frank in Newington next. Hey, Frank, what's up? Frank, you there? Hey, Frank, you there? Why don't you hit refresh, Bob? All right. Maybe Frank's not there. Well, I guess if Frank's not there, we'll uh, we'll move on to Karen in West Hartford. You there, Karen? Yes, I am. Hey, Karen, what's going on? 
Okay, um, I'm enjoying your show, and we will listen to it on Saturday mornings. And I have a question, maybe it's pretty basic for you, regarding Internet speed. All right, go ahead. I now have a Frontier phone and Internet residential bundle. I've had it for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to upgrade the speed. Um, We use it primarily for browsing and that kind of thing. No Mm -hmm. games some streaming, nothing fancy, just increasing the speed. Right. Are you ready for the speed I have now? Are you holding on to your seats? Ten megabits? It's a six. Six, all right. <laughs> yep, I got six. Can all you right. see why I want to upgrade it? <laughs> I can see it. And you're lucky enough to be in West Hartford where there's a competing Internet company. Uh, you... That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about, go net speed. I'm yes. seeing it around. Jump and... on it question I have for you. Should I, your opinion regarding Frontier and uh, versus GoNetSpeed? I don't even need to give my opinion regarding Frontier. Go over to GoNetSpeed, period. Uh, um, number one, you're going to get uh, an affordable internet service that will never change in price for the life of your service. So it's going to stay 50 bucks for 150 megabits up and down, period. And there's no uh, tax because they can't tax the internet, thank goodness. Um, so you're going to save probably a ton of money and yeah. get a huge improvement on your service. So I would tell you, run, don't walk to go net speed. Wow. Okay. You, you don't have any qualms about it. It's, it's new for me. You know, I've just started hearing about it and it just seems to be available in our neighborhood. I accosted, oh, you're so lucky. um, some of the installers that I saw on my street and uh, asked them if it was available and they said it will be. Yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's been available now. So you would say go with it. Sign up no, now. No choice whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, no, no qualms at all. It's fiber. I've been trying to get them to come to Bristol for over a year. Oh. <laughs> and in Southington, believe it or not, there's a race right now between East Hartford and Southington. So I hear. I mean, it could be a little bit of marketing mumbo jumbo, but uh, uh, Go NetSpeed is trying to you know figure out which town they're going to go to next. And I guess Southington is in the lead. Go Southington. Um, and so it should be coming to Southington soon. The only problem that I found, which is a little disappointing, is if you have underground wires. They are not really that willing to run the fiber through the conduit. Now, that's a little bit disappointing to hear, um, but I understand because obviously building up the infrastructure is is expensive. Uh, But there's plenty of folks with underground wires that would be excited to get rid of the broadband incumbent uh, in the uh, town. So you're lucky enough to have it. Go for it. You're going to love it. And the price, the the beauty of it is this. The price is not going to change. With almost all of the other Internet services, they crank you crank it up like you're a uh, a frog in a slowly boiling pot of water. And finally, when your bill gets to 300 bucks, a car payment, you finally jump out of the, bo- the, the water, finally. Um, but with an, a, another alternative, you can actually maybe f- push down the other prices, even if you can't get it. Like in my, in my town, I won't be able to get GoNetSpeed because I have underground wires, but maybe the incumbent was going to have to lower prices because... The competition's Competition? coming. Oh, yeah. So you're going to love it. I, we're very, I'm very jealous. Ah. Um, <laughs> you, you can come up when I install it. You can come over and watch. There we go. <laughs> and yeah. is, um, and then what do people do regarding the phone when they have GoNet speed? Well, you could finally just use your cell phone. Like most people have a cell phone, and yeah. here in Connecticut, like everything else with reopening or what have you, we have we, so many people keep their old landlines for whatever reason. You don't need it. Um, so you just use your cell phone as your primary line. That's an easy way to do it. Or you can do something called voice over IP, 
uh, you would get something from maybe a company like UMA. And UMA Voice over IP, you would port your number away from Frontier over to UMA, and it would be just like a regular phone in your home, except it's running over the Internet service rather than the old copper line you have in your home. So if you really, truly wanted to keep that number, you could do that. Or you could forward that number to maybe a uh, Google Voice number um, that then forwards over to your cell phone. There's many ways to, to deal with that issue, but I just tell you, you know, to, if you have a cell phone, which I suspect you do, yes, um, just maybe just stop using that old copper line. And how do you spell UMA? Is that U-M-A? O-O-M-A. O-O-M-A, okay. And are there, is, is GoNet Speed going to be able to install or do whatever they need for everything, or am I going to, are they going to say, hand me something and say, okay, the rest is up to you? Well, if you go on their website, they kind of ex- describe how this all will work. So they're going to provide a modem for you, a, f- a fiber interface, and then you're going to have to decide how you're going to get your TV. And... I've recommended, you know, uh, NVIDIA Shield. You could use Roku. You could use a uh, Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, you're going to pay, or and you're going to pay for a service like YouTube TV uh, to stream your TV now over the internet versus the way you're getting it now. And if you look at your bill, all those fees on your bill, whether it's a franchise fee or a sports package fee, all these crazy fees are going to be gone. Um, you're only going to pay for what you want to pay for. So you're going to need a streaming device that will connect to your TV and to your new Internet service. That's, that's if you have a real up-to-date TV, right, and not one that's like 10 or more years where you don't have other stuff. Well, right? so I, I'm not a big fan of smart TVs because the, uh, the built-in software is just a mess. Uh, um, if you have an HDMI connection, which I suspect you do, even if it's 10 years old, um, you'll be able to plug in a streaming stick or a device into your HDMI port, and that device that Shield or the Roku will then communicate wirelessly uh, over to uh, the device that uh, GoNetSpeed will provide. I suspect they'll provide a router modem combination. I'm not positive on that. Uh, that'll allow it to communicate. But I would look in their website to see uh, what they're currently offering. Okay. That sounds great. I really appreciate your help, and I have all the confidence in the world in you guys. We, I, I, we're so jealous that we wish we could get it. Um, so enjoy I it. You get it too, because you deserve it. <laughs> thanks, thanks. We appreciate that. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate you answering my question. Keep You're up welcome. the good work. Uh, we will try. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Stay safe. Yep. And the thing is, too, with GoNetSpeed, again, big, big fan, but when I talked to them about the fact that they're coming to Southington, they gave me that bad news about underground wiring. Man, it's, it's so disappoint, disappointed me. I mean, I'm going to be able to, like, see it on a road ahead of me. I know, I'll know it's there, but I won't be able to get to it. <laughs> you know, it's going to be just sitting there laughing at me. I'm just, hey, I wish I could offer you our services, but you have underground wires. And this is all based on different homeowners associations and who owns the conduits and all the issues you have to deal with. I mean, it's a PVC pipe in the ground. Um, Why it's that big of a deal, it's beyond me, but clearly I don't know how the engineering works um, to get from point A to point B. And I can't do it. They're like, well, you can always do an overhead wire. I'm like, I don't think my neighbors would appreciate some wire coming through like you know, I'm starting to connect like some uh, Mumbai neighborhood where they just throw wires everywhere. I'm like, no, they're not going to appreciate that. They're gonna <laughs> it's going to have to go through conduit, I think. But uh, that's the only drawback, and I was a little disappointed to hear that. And maybe as they grow, um, 
they will then run wire in underground neighborhoods. But uh, go check Southington. You're in the lead and uh, over East Hartford. Uh, East Hartford, you know, if, you, if you're listening too, obviously you can let them know you're interested as well. But uh, it's, it's a great alternative to uh, the incumbent provider. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and Bristol sign up too. <laughs> yeah, Bristol, I mean, their, their GoNet speed is growing rather fast. I mean, you can go check out the availability right on their, on their site. We've got uh, all the lines are all jammed up. We're here live over at computertalkwithtab.com in the hermetically sealed broadcast studio over at Tab Computer Systems here in East Hartford. Bob and I are going to be here live. Feel free to get online. We are streaming live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page, so check us out there. And uh, if you, you know, we apologize in advance for whatever you see. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs here at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we're going to be here live. Yes, we are live. This is a live show after we've been away for a few weeks. I had some business to do in Florida and uh, had to drive there uh, because the flights were few and far between. And uh, so uh, we had to take a few weekends off. Just a little quick anecdote, a little COVID anecdote. Uh, before we headed down south, my uh, wife got an email from um, a healthcare system that she had visited about a month before because she thought she had strep. And she had a strep test and uh, came back negative. But this health care system emailed her and said, hey, hey, why don't you come out and see if you had the COVID antibodies in your blood? And uh, so, of course, she quickly made an appointment before we headed down south because it would be neat to know if uh, she had uh, that virus or not. And uh, made the appointment for the next day, hopped in the car the next day, ran down to the site, got there, and the doctor on call says, what are you here for? What are we doing? Huh? Doctor wasn't even aware that the system that he works for was telling people to come in and get an antibody test. Now, remember, testing, 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 right? Uh, he wasn't even aware. She wasn't even aware. And then they tried to give her the test. The person who was there wasn't even a phlebotomist and couldn't take her blood. They poked her and prodded her and poked her and prodded her and couldn't even get the blood to do the test. So a complete waste of time. Hopefully they didn't bill us for it. Um, we'll see. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they didn't do anything. Uh, but it, just an example of just what a mess this whole thing is. Um, and, again, it's a true story. I'm not making it up. Uh, you know, they emailed her, invited her, didn't know that she was coming for that, even though that's what they wanted her to do and couldn't do the test. I mean, really? It was crazy. Um, but that's what we're dealing with these days when it comes to this uh, debacle of uh, the uh, COVID uh, crisis we're dealing with. But I figured I'd just bring that up and let you know. I'm sure there's plenty of stories like that that all of us have out there with this the, the past few months of craziness that we're dealing with. Let's get to your calls, though. Get back to more computer stuff. Uh, let's go to Charles in East uh, Charles in Hartford. You there, Charles? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Charles. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, email problem. Oh, boy. I um, open up my emails. And I click on one to read it, and everything grays out, and this pop-up menu comes up, reads, uh, Welcome to a first simpler Facebook. Say, we are still working on making this experience better. So you love to hear, we love to hear your feedback. Hmm. It gives you three options. They want to turn on dark mode. 
to give your eyes a break. Catch up quickly with faster loading times or find things easily with a cleaner look and bigger text. And this is, it sounds like it's all coming from Facebook, Charles? I'm not sure. Oh, that's kind of what you had said early, right? Facebook? Yeah. So it's almost like your email is trying to be read by a Facebook tool? Does that sound like what's happening? Who do you have for email? Uh, Yahoo. You have Yahoo, okay. And you're actually brought, you're, you're browsing over to Yahoo? Well, it's been that for years. Hmm. And you go to the Yahoo page, and you're able to bring up your email, but this other pop-up hits you from Facebook. Yeah. And you're not able to look at your email, or how do you get out of it? Well, all I I have to do is is, is, uh, click back to to the open page. And then once you open the page again, it works? No, if I, if I open it up again and, and click on a, a, to read an email, it pops up again. It just continually Okay, that's a, and that's all within within Yahoo, but you keep getting this Facebook message. Yeah. Hmm. You find anything, Bob? Yeah, why am I getting it? <sighs> Not now. Mm-hmm. I got a pop-up in front of the uh, thing to answer. <laughs> So it says, why am I getting confirm your identity pop-up message when I log into my account? And uh, But that's not what he's, he's saying. You're not getting a confirm from, your identity, are you? From Facebook, though. No. So the error again is what, Charles? Well, I, I, I open up the, and click on a, on, a, on, a, on a message to open it up to read it. Yeah. It, everything grays out, and this message pops up. So welcome to a fresher, simpler Facebook. That's weird. So we're still working on making this experience better. So we'd love to hear your face, your face, your <clears throat> feedback. Yeah, and the weird thing is that sounds like it's within Facebook. I don't see any examples as to why that error would be coming up within your Yahoo email. Um, I see it within the Facebook community, but not within your Yahoo email. So all I'm thinking is you're not necessarily where you think you are. Facebook shouldn't be overriding anything with your, your Yahoo email um, that I can think of, unless somehow you chose Facebook to be your mail provider, which I'm not even sure you can do that, but maybe you can. Um, I'm not seeing anything here, Charles, that I can give you an answer as to why that's occurring and why it ha- happens to be occurring when you open up your Yahoo. Can you use a different browser, Charles? Can, what browser are you using? Uh, the beach ball, the fox, the uh, little little blue E with the halo over it. It's the uh, beach. What is it? The E. It using the E Internet Explorer. Yeah, probably Edge. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it could be. Why don't you try using Chrome to get over to your Yahoo Mail? Do you have the beach ball? Uh, I don't think so. Try to download. How about Firefox? Do you have the the Firefox browser on your machine? No, I was there with. Uh, I think they, when I upgraded to uh, Ken, I think the guy didn't put it back on there. Yeah, it could be. So choose either Google Chrome, or which is the Beach Ball, 
for Mozilla okay. Firefox, Firefox as an alternative browser. And see if you can go and browse over to your Yahoo email through those browsers and see if this pop-up occurs. And if it does, then you have some sort of some sort of issue that I would say within your your Internet Explorer browser where you may have to clear the cache. Something is doesn't make any sense to me as to why it would be bringing up a Facebook error while you're looking at Yahoo. So oh, try to do oh, it okay. cleanly over at uh, Google Chrome. Does that make any sense? Uh, it does, yeah. See if that see if that gives you a different result is what I'm asking. Um, okay. And it shouldn't be hard to do. Google, if you go to Google Chrome, it's an easy download and get it and get it loaded on your machine, and then just browse over to your Yahoo email. What's up, Bob? You have an answer too? Well, there's a new Edge browser out. Yeah. That has instead of the E, it has a like almost a like a wave. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a, it's like a fancy E. I didn't recognize <laughs> it for a long time. Yeah. We wouldn't but, recommend using the Edge browser or the. Uh, the new Internet Edge Explorer. browser is based on Chromium. We talked about that right. before. Right. Yeah, they're just copying Chrome. They couldn't beat them, so they had to join them. <laughs> well, it's open source. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so try that, Charles, okay? I don't have any real other answers that I can find quickly as to why that would be occurring for you other than try it on a different browser. Okay, thank you very much. All right, sir. Let's move on. Well, I probably have to take a break, right, Matt? Let's step out for a quick break. We'll get back to more of your calls. This is Computer Talk. We are live, and we are live over at uh, Facebook. If you want to follow us uh, over at WTIC's Facebook page, uh, Bob and I are broadcasting and streaming live there as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We are live, and then Dr. Alessi will be in, I'm sure, with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice, so stick around for that. Um, and then it sounds like Garden Talk will be live. Very excited to hear that again. Uh, it's getting, everything's getting back to normal-ish, sort of, kind of. But it'll all come back, uh, I'm sure, very eventually very quickly, it would seem to me. But it all depends on a Boston consulting group to let our governor know what to do. Um, let's go to your calls. We're going to go to, uh, I think it's Louie in East Hartford next. Hey, Louie. You there, Louie? Hey. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. What can um, we do for you? Can you hear me? I can, sir. Good. Um, I'm calling Low Town. You're calling laptop computer. You're I, calling. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to get a new laptop computer. Okay, sure. And somebody suggested I get a HP Elite Book 840 GI. So my question at this point is, what is your opinion regarding that particular brand or that particular one? And is there anything better that you would suggest? Better. So what are you trying to do with it? Louis, what, what are you going to use it for? Just round up own purposes, basically, you know, emails, you know. Okay. So the the Elite Book is a nice laptop by HP. We we do we actually sell a lot of them to our business clients um, because they're good quality laptops. Um, so you you should not be a, uh, you should not have any issues with going with the Elite Book from HP. It should work fine for you. Uh, there is always a better flavor or model or brand um, out there when it comes to the laptops, but when it comes to the specs is where the key is, right? So Elite Book can range from as something as slow, I think, as an i3 all the way up to an i9 processor, 
that's really where the rubber hits the road is the processing power, the RAM, the hard drive, the video power. So uh, do you have any information on that as far as what they told you to look for, or, or would you like me to tell you what I'd recommend you look for? Um, they never did specify, you know. They never, they never went into all that detail. But when I told them that, it was just not for business purposes. But, you know, the, the laptop that you use, basically, at home. Yeah. You said you think that would have been... Okay. Yeah, it, it's a little generic So as far as what he told you to do. So what you want to look for in a laptop is at least an i5 processor. i5. Yep. 8 gigs of RAM, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, a 256 solid-state hard drive, SSD hard drive. And then, of course, the footprint. You know, how large of a screen do you need? How heavy of a laptop? The bigger the screen, usually the heavier the laptop. Most people deal with about a 15.4-inch screen, and they're well, very happy with that. The one you suggested, it says it has a 14-inch screen. Yep, so very portable. Yeah. That'll work great. Um, but look at those specs. That's really where it matters. You know, it's like if they just told you to buy an Elite Book, they just told you to buy, you know, buy a car. But there's a lot of aspects to a car that make it, the way you should be going. And in the case of a Leapbook, i5 processor would be where you'd start. Yeah, Bob? Well, you know, you wouldn't want to buy a new Cadillac with a four-cylinder engine. <laughs> there you go. Do they, sell Cadillac? do they still sell Cadillacs? Yeah, I think oh. they do. <laughs> go ahead, Louie. What's up? So just to recap, the things that I should look for, these are an i5 processor, 8 RAM, and 250 SSR drives. SSD as in dog. Oh, SSD hard drive. And yeah. that is what I should look for in any um, new laptop that I intend to purchase. Is that there right? you go. Minimum. Yep. Minimum. Those are your minimums. If you can afford more, you'll get more performance. Okay. But you'll do very well with those minimums. Okay. okay. All right, Louis? Yeah, all right, great. And thanks very much for the information. My pleasure, sir. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, moving on, we're going to go to... I, gotta get, I have to get transition glasses here. Uh, we're going to go to Charlie in Newington. Hey, Charlie. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you, sir? Thanks. My problem is I'm trying to get the open DNS on my router. Yes, sir. And I tried to get to um, your website to, you know, to go back through all the information that you put out there to get the information on it. Yep. But I can't see your website for some reason. Our website is computertalkwithtab.com. It is up and right. working. Every it brings you to your company website. Uh, the, if you go to link yeah, compu computertalkwithtab.com will bring you right to the uh, the show site under our company. Yes, it'll be yeah, there. However, the, there's a link down at the bottom. Uh, it's right in the middle of the page. I mean, the the show website's pretty pretty major. Um, you can't really miss it. It has a big WTIC logo computer talk with tab right there in the middle the live links are kind of further down in the middle in the bottom and we're going to add the open dns link for you um we had we had updated our website and changed how we did the live links so the old links may not be there anymore but we'll put a new link to open dns for you well the problem is that when i go to those links they don't work Oh, they should. I'm right here looking on them, working on them. Archive links aren't working. Archive links were not working. Your website right now, computertalkwithtab.com, yep. It says podcast, and then below that it says live links. Yep. And then there's the thing here that says archive links. Click for prior shows. 
Right. That's there's no archive links for you. The current show should be showing you iOS device untrusted certificate error, a NASA mission like no other, Star Trek captain wants to join historic demo to mission. Do you see those? Yeah, that one. I've seen that. Yep. So that's the current links rather, and uh, but we're going to put an open DNS link up there for you right now. Okay. All right. The archive links are be, will be rebuilt now as we go through the new shows and the uh, the new links that we're going to generate. Go ahead, Bob. Right. Okay. So why, why can't I get to the Computer Talk with Tab website for some reason? That is the Computer Talk with Tab website. What you're oh, looking yeah. at is the website. Yeah, it's within our main company page. Yep. Oh, okay. So you're right at the right spot. You're there. But, so the archive links doesn't work then? Correct. The archives will be built after this show. We so. just redid the complete uh, website. I mean, top to bottom. Right. So everything from the past is not there yet. It's going to take some time to rebuild. Yeah, so we'll be building archive links going forward, if that makes any sense. But we will, for today, put OpenDNS on there for you, sir. Uh, the other question I had is, with I have a Netgear router that I'm using because I just switched over to Go NetSpeed. Oh, you did? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've had it since May 12th. It works uh, great. I'm yeah. so jealous. We are very jealous. <laughs> So you get a Netgear router, and all you have to do is go into the uh, DHCP settings of your Netgear router and put in the OpenDNS IPs. But is that under the parental controls? No, you'd want to go to your network configurations. Uh, you may just have to look up that Netgear router model and then look up DHCP settings, and it, the, the manual will tell you how to get in there. It's not parental controls. You're going to tell the router to use the D, OpenDNS IPs. Okay. And it's not a big deal. Then once you've got that in there, uh, every device will be given OpenDNS, which, which is a more safe way to surf. Now, you, have to, you can also create an account with OpenDNS where you then configure parental controls within that account. That way you can block all sorts of content if you wish. But that's a second step. Yep. I don't care about that so much. Okay. Yep. But just the IPs, I mean, you can do it. You should be able to do it in a matter of minutes through your DHCP settings. So if you go look for that Netgear manual and look up how to configure DHCP, you okay. should see where you put the uh, the DNS IPs. If you look within, if you if you mess around with the network configurations of that router, you should see it in there. It should be under your LAN settings, DHCP, and then it'll say the DNS. LAN settings. Mm -hmm. LAN or networking. Is should be pretty easy. I need to add to the to my computer as well. No, uh, once no. you put those IPs in there, if you're not interested in content uh, management at all, then you're all done. the The router will hand out a nice safe IP address for you, and you'll be operating under the OpenDNS network rather than, believe it or not, Go NetSpeeds, because I'm sure Go okay. NetSpeed has their DNS in there. All right, and you're still recommending the web route? Yep. We still use WebRoot across over 8,000 seats of our commercial clients, and generally it works great. So uh, I would recommend it for home. You can't use the free stuff anymore. Free stuff is just not not these days. Well, the money I'm saving on the cable, I'll be able to pay for it. <laughs> but the money you're saving on cable, you can probably go out to dinner extra, extra as well. <laughs> Get this economy going. Probably about four times a month. Yeah. How much Yeah. How much were you paying? About 260 a month. Yeah, and now you're down to 50 right? Well, down to 50 plus if you add the YouTube TV. Right. You know, there's another 50, so now I'm up to 100. Yep. But you saved 160. 
I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, but you saved 160 a, a month, so it's a no-brainer, really. So as long as it's not raining, you can go out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that should change fast, I hope. I mean, you just can't have people sitting under umbrellas and call that an A lot opening. of takeout, that's all. Exactly. For now, it's a lot of takeout, but uh, eventually we'll all be inside. I can't, I can't wait. So I hope that helps you, sir. That's it. Thank you for your help. Yeah, enjoy your speed there. <laughs> We're I all will. jealous. All right. Yeah, like I said, Southington and East Hartford are in the running for GoNetSpeed to get it next. So if you're in Southington, let GoNetSpeed know you're interested. Now, if you have underground cables, you're out of luck. I'm just sorry, and I'm sad about it too. Um, maybe they'll decide to to pull some cable through the conduit. I don't know. Maybe they'll attach you know a nice pull string to the old frontier wire and pull, pull the fiber through. I don't know. But... Uh, Underground cabling is an issue, but if you're in Southington and you don't have underground cabling and you want it, go NetSpeed to get there before they get to East Hartford. I suspect they're going to get to East Hartford, too. They talk about it being a race, but I think they're going to probably end up at both places. Uh, let them know, though, you're interested, and uh, hopefully get to Southington first. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. So those of you online, hang on through the news. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Everything we've posted has been posted live over to Live Links. By Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is the name of the show.com, which also works. And we are live on WTIC's Facebook page. Sorry in advance <laughs> for what you see. We do our best. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 